Once we start listening to a song, what gets us to sing along with it? I don't know about you, but some of my earliest and fondest memories involve singing along with music. Whether I was a kid singing along with Shine by Newsboys with my family, or whether I was a teenager singing along to What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction at a party with my friends, or whether it was just the other day when I sang along to Overjoyed by Matchbox 20 with my girlfriend, singing along with music has always been a welcome part of my life. Sometimes the words were so hard to learn that I had to learn them one line at a time with the music turned off. My dad would call out the words and my brothers and I would repeat them back until we'd memorize them. But when I heard something just like this by the Chainsmokers and Coldplay, I was singing along with the words the first time I heard them. And when I started singing along to words I'd never heard before, I just had to wonder, how did the Chainsmokers and Coldplay make this song so easy to sing along to? I'm Hunter Ferris. And for years I've wondered, why do we like the music we like? So in today's episode of Song Appeal, let's take a look at one reason we like something just like this by the Chainsmokers and Coldplay. You can find the full transcript for this episode, the show notes, and a link to hear the song at songappealofficial.com slash something just like this. You can also support Song Appeal on Patreon where you can get exclusive minisodes and sneak peeks to episodes at patreon.com slash songappeal. If you're anything like me, you probably love singing along to music. But did you know that singing along to music can make the song more enjoyable? Elizabeth Margolis, director of the Music Cognition Lab at the University of Arkansas, said that when music mimics a kind of social experience, it's experienced by many people as highly pleasurable. So if we enjoy music more when we sing along with it, what makes it easy to sing along? Well. One reason we can sing along with something just like this by the Chainsmokers and Coldplay is because the chorus is more predictable than the verse we heard just before it. And why is the chorus easy to predict? Because it uses words we expect, and it uses them in ways we expect. The song starts out with lyrics we're not used to hearing, then moves into words we are very used to hearing. During the verse, the lyrics are highly poetic. Just to prove how poetic they are, I'm going to say these words as conversationally as possible, and you'll feel that no matter how naturally I try to say them, they don't sound like something you'd hear in a conversation. I've been reading books of old. The legends and the myths, Achilles and his gold, Hercules and his gifts, Spider-Man's control and Batman with his fists, and clearly, I don't see myself upon that list. Go ahead and try saying those words yourself as conversationally as you can. Can you really make this not sound like a poem? Can you really make this sound like something you would hear in conversation? At the very least, you or I would probably be saying on that list instead of upon that list. Contrast that with how conversational the first verse of Honest by the Chainsmokers sounds. It's 5am and I'm on the radio. I'm supposed to call you, but I don't know what to say at all. And. There's this girl, she wants me to take her home. She don't really love me though. I'm just on the radio. That sounds so much more like words we might hear in everyday life. The verse of something just like this, on the other hand, just doesn't. And statistically, the words in the verse of something just like this just aren't the kinds of words we would hear in casual conversation. In 2011, the Oxford University Press put out a list of the most common words in English, based on the Oxford English Corpus, a collection of over 2 billion times people had used English words in everything from parliamentary debates to blog posts. Out of those 2 billion words, the top 100 most common English words were used more often than every other English word combined. These 100 words are ridiculously common. 
Out of the 37 words in the verse of something just like this, only 19 of them are part of the top 100 most common English words. And not only would some of the words in the verse, like Achilles, Hercules, Spider-Man, and Batman, not be upon that list, they wouldn't get near that list. I'd be surprised if they're in the most common 100,000 English words, even with this many superhero movies out. But 19 out of 37 words? That's only 51% of the words in the verse of something just like this, being in the top 100 most common English words. By contrast, that verse from Honest has 44 words, and 34 of them are in the top 100 most common English words. 77%. Maybe those numbers are part of why the words in the verse of something just like this feel more like ancient poetry than like conversation. And right after the words feel like ancient poetry, the words suddenly turn conversational at the chorus. Notice how much these words, words that are supposed to be part of a conversation, actually sound like they could be part of a conversation. She said, where do you want to go? How much do you want to risk? I'm not looking for somebody with some superhuman gifts, some superhero, some fairy tale bliss, just someone I can turn to, somebody I can kiss. I want something just like this. And while saying do 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 doesn't exactly sound like something you would do 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 in casual conversation, the chorus's lyrics in something just like this are statistically more likely to be said in casual conversation than the verse's lyrics. Out of the 46 words in the chorus of something just like this, 32 of them are part of the top 100 most common English words. That's 70%, contrasted with the verse's 51%. In a sense, the words in the chorus are 19% more common than the words in the verse. If you want more specifics, check the show notes at songappealofficial.com slash something just like this, where I've included a few files showing which words in the first verse of Honest and the first verse and chorus of something just like this are part of the top 100 most common English words. I've also included a link to the list of the top 100 most common English words. You'll find on those documents that the words in the chorus are so much more familiar and so much more conversational than the words in the chorus. And interestingly enough, that gives the chorus a kind of neurological advantage. The way our brains develop skills is by creating connections between two or more parts of the brain called dendrites. The brain then draws on that connection when it wants to use the skill. The more we use the skill, the stronger the connection becomes. The stronger the connection becomes, the easier it is to draw on that connection to use the skill. Neurologically, the more we do something, the better we are at doing it. That includes understanding words. The more frequently we hear a word, the easier it is to process that word. That's why we recognize our own name in a crowded room. We've heard it so often that it becomes easy to recognize. On top of that, the more often we hear a series of words, the easier it is to predict the next words of the series. Let's try a short experiment. What's the next word here? Sherlock? The Empire Strikes? Happy Birthday to? See how easy it is to predict the next word of a phrase once you've heard the phrase enough? To borrow the phrase from the author Malcolm Gladwell, that's why, when a sentence doesn't end the way we expect, we feel avocado. See how surprised you were there? Your brain has a kind of mental autocorrect that lets you know what the next word is before it happens, based on the times you've heard a certain series of words. That's why you can finish some people's sentences. When we start hearing the verse of something just like this, we started with unfamiliar words, and our brain is scrambling to process these words and predict the next words, but as soon as the chorus comes in, we go to words that are familiar, conversational, common, words that our brains can easily understand. And it's not just because the chorus is easy to process and predict, it's because the chorus came after a verse that was hard 
to process and predict. So the course is so much easier than the verse that we can feel how easy it is. Mentally, it's like downshifting on a bicycle. Our brains say, this is so much easier. I like this. And when the words in the chorus feel that easy to process and predict, singing along with this song is as easy as going downhill on a bicycle. But it's not just what words are used, it's how they're used. The words in the verse aren't sung the way that we speak. Not only does the song put the emphasis on the wrong syllable when they sing Hercules, but the song emphasizes words we wouldn't emphasize when we speak them. In more technical words, the syllabic stress isn't quite what we'd expect. When we say these lyrics, we would say, the legends and the myths, Achilles and his gold, Hercules and his gifts. We wouldn't emphasize the and in any of those lines when we talk, but the song does. The legends and the myths, Achilles and his gold, Achilles and his gifts. And in the first line, I've been reading books of old, we would be emphasizing the word I've, but the song doesn't emphasize that word. I've been reading books of old, why? Because we expect an emphasis on certain beats in music. In music theory terms, we expect certain things out of a song's agogic stress. We expect beats 1, 2, 3, and 4 to be emphasized, and anything in between those beats in our minds shouldn't be emphasized. And when a word we think shouldn't be emphasized comes on a beat we think should be emphasized, most songwriters emphasize the beat and the word instead of de-emphasizing the beat for the purpose of de-emphasizing the word. But when the words are emphasized unnaturally so that the beat can feel more natural, it makes our brain feel like something's right with the music, but something's off with the words. Contrast that with the chorus, where each syllable lands on exactly the right beat to make the syllables we emphasize in speech the same syllables we would emphasize in the song. Here's how we would say the lyrics in the chorus. She said, where do you want to go? How much do you want to risk? I'm not looking for somebody with some superhuman gifts. Some superhero, some fairy tale bliss. Just something I can turn to. Somebody I can kiss. I want something just like this. Notice how every syllable I just emphasized is emphasized in the song. She said, where do you wanna go? How much you wanna risk? I'm not looking for somebody with some superhuman gifts. Some superhero. Some fairy tale bliss, just something I can turn to, somebody I can kiss. I want something just like this. When the syllabic stress and the agogic stress are lined up, when the syllables the music emphasizes are the same syllables we would emphasize in speech, we get to hear words the way our brains are used to hearing them. That way our brain is really good at processing and predicting these words, not just because of what the lyrics are and how familiar those lyrics are, but because of how the lyrics are sung and how familiar that way of saying them is. When you hear the Chainsmokers talk, you realize they're pretty right when they say, we're pretty unassuming dudes. The way they actually think is the way we normally talk. That's why the words in the chorus of something just like this are so much easier to predict and so much easier to process than the words in the verse, because the words are familiar and because the chorus sings words the way we're used to hearing them. When the words in a song are this easy for our brains to process and predict, it's easy for our brains to remember the chorus from the last time we heard it and to predict the next words. In other words, it's easy to know what the words are and to know what the words will be, which makes it that much easier to sing along. And when we get to sing along with anyone from our favorite singers to our friends, the music mimics a kind of social experience. 
which makes it feel highly pleasurable. It's the kind of thing that makes our brains say, I like this. I want something just like this. Oh, I want something just like this. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, check out songappealofficial.com for more episodes. You can also support Song Appeal on Patreon at patreon.com songappeal, where you can get Patreon-exclusive minisodes and sneak peeks to episodes. We're almost to our first Patreon goal, and once we reach that goal, you'll get an episode where I answer your questions on music. Again, thank you so much for listening. I'll talk with you soon. In the meantime, have a great day, and enjoy your music.